Welcome to the Real Estate Espresso Podcast, your morning shot of what's new in the world of real estate investing. I'm your host, Victor Manash. On today's show, we're talking about the merits and pitfalls of just accepting a contractor's bid. When you're experienced in construction, you get a feel for what items should cost for both materials and labor. But there's two distinct markets, the retail market and the developer or contractor market. In the retail market, there are businesses out there charging what I consider to be outrageous prices for what amounts to basic commodity construction. Yes, quality matters, but I often find that in the retail market, you get amateurs charging more than the most skilled tradespeople. These guys are crooks. Frankly, they're out there and you run into them with amazing regularity. I have a job under construction right now where the entire crew didn't show up for work yesterday. Why? because one of the members of the team has a family member with a health issue. Because one person couldn't work today, an entire team of three people didn't show up. Now this crew was in fact the lowest bidder. To be honest, the number they quoted was far lower than I expected. So I wasn't surprised or upset when they discovered that they underbid the job. I fully expected to pay more. Now I feel badly that the subcontractor has a family member with a health issue. He's doing the right thing by being with his family right now. Now somehow I'll have to find a way to maintain the schedule with alternate labor. Otherwise the delays will cascade. I knew I was accepting a low ball bid and that there was a risk of problems. The very first bid I received was from someone who said they would do the work in a week and at a very competitive price. But in the end they quoted four times the price of the lowest bid and fully three times what I considered to be a fair price. I made them aware that I was a developer and we discussed per square foot rates. Somehow, between that conversation and the paper quote, something got lost in translation. Clearly, they didn't get the job. I just wish people would be honest about what they can and can't do without wasting the customer's time. I had another subcontractor quote me a price that was double what it should have been. I worked out their hourly rate and concluded they would be charging me $125 an hour for what amounts to unskilled work. I reminded the subcontractor again that I was a developer and that I had a large volume of business in the pipeline. So he offered that if I paid cash, I could save the sales tax. At that point, I knew I could never hire this company. But I decided to see where the negotiation would go. So I offered that if he gave a really good price on this project, I might give him early visibility of new projects in the pipeline. So he offered me a 4% discount. Needless to say, they didn't get the job. I also let him know that charging double the going rate, offering to cheat the government out of the sales tax, and then offering a 4% discount off of an already inflated price was not the path to getting a great client. I have another part of this project that required a small cosmetic repair. Yet another subcontractor offered a scope of work that involved a complete replacement and rebuild. The scope of work proposed was 30 times what was needed. He argued that the only way to know it would be perfect was to rebuild from scratch. I'm astounded at how regularly these types of attempts to cheat clients into opening their wallet happen. I had another contractor inflate the square footage in the scope of work on another part of this project. He argued that he needed to add 10% to the area because there could be wasted material. Now, I completely agree that additional material allowance is required. There's always wasted material because the cuts result in remnants that can't be used. But there shouldn't be 10% in wasted labor. The labor component of the square footage is the actual square footage, not the wastage. 
The funny thing is, these attempts at cheating the customer aren't even sophisticated. They're as plain as day. I once had an electrician quote a job with an extra four miles of cable buried in the bill of materials. When the quote came in high, I asked to see the material breakdown. The contributing factor to the overage was as plain as day. Perhaps these subcontractors think that customers don't know how to perform basic arithmetic. I once found a subcontractor selling materials from a second sub with an additional markup on the original supplier's price. So folks, the path to saving thousands or tens of thousands or perhaps even millions of dollars is found in being curious, asking lots of questions, and checking the math against known benchmarks. As you think about that, have an awesome rest of your day. Go make some great things happen. We'll talk to you again tomorrow.